0: So glory be to God. It is good to be home. It does give clarity to the vision. It does restore strength so we can get some things done. And so I'm hoping that this morning's message will really help you. I want to speak to you as a father this morning. And so that you can come into your destiny. It's really serious. We're living in perilous times and we need to have people understand what we are dealing with. So Holy Spirit, help me this morning. In the name of Jesus. So, the title of my sermon this morning is Reviving Burnt Stones. Reviving Burnt Stones. We are dealing with a series called Authority. And what it is to be under authority. Authorized is the series. But I want you to know this morning that as we begin to speak about this, um, God made it so that everything he designed submits to something else to thrive, to flourish, to prosper, to grow. God's design is that way, from a a plant that needs to be put into the soil to um, every human being, heaven and earth, um, all that God has designed from the sun and the moon and how the oceans are affected because of the moon. I mean, all of these things, this is God's wisdom. God's wisdom. So there's nobody that is independent, this generation loves that, you know, do you boo. Okay, without, your, without God's oxygen, right? Let's check how you're doing. But we need to get back into this place where we need to submit to one another. We need to get submit to the Holy Spirit. Where we need to get things done. I tell you, when you watch people that are not submitted or dealing with this, because when you speak about authority, you're speaking about somebody who's legally authorized to do something. Authorized Allows you to do things that other people cannot do. There's a real reason why our people don't build anything. Significant. Because you're going to need more than you. To build something that is significant. Because one is too small a number for greatness. So when you come into the kingdom of God. God's going to join you with other people. And make sure that you are connected with other people. That you can trust. And so that you can build something. Because, you know, one of the most of our problem with our, our businesses and whatever we're building is that when the person who built the business is not there, or they can't afford to go on 10 days holidays somewhere. Because if they're not there, everything falls to pieces. Because they are the system. They trust nobody, they build with nobody. And yet... When you come into the kingdom of God, everything is about what every joint supplies. That's why Jesus could say, okay, we're done with this. It's better that I go. And his church has not stopped growing since 2,000 years ago. The kingdom's forever advancing. So when you come into the kingdom of God, you need to begin to understand this important thing about being authorized. Let's just go to the negative side. I want to show you something quickly in Scripture. The importance of being submitted because it's that ugly word that nobody likes to hear. We, we, we like to hear about people that got authorized or got promoted because only somebody in authority can promote you. You with me? I mean, if you're not submitted to anybody, I mean, you can't go work for Standard Bank and expect somebody in f to promote you. I need to park right there. I mean, you, you, you go work for a company, and in that company you find out where, you know, who's, who's in charge you know who's the second how do you get promoted how do you come through the system and you do that in the world system without even flinching they say sign on the document and you do it but when you come into the kingdom you got a problem why Have you thought about that people got deep issues when it comes to oh the church just wants your money and you know it's control and it's a cult and blah 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 but yet when you walk into a company is that not the cult The cult is the culture. It's the way it's done here. So why is it an issue when it comes to the kingdom of God? You need to ask yourself that question. Because you're only dealing with two systems. Let me say this about the kingdom of darkness. And let me tell you about the enemy. The spiritual demonic realm is highly hierarchical. Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. It's hierarchy. It's the way it's established. And so he's highly organized. When he attacks you, you know, there's days you feel like, you know, you're saved and you're an angel and there's nothing wrong with you and you're in heaven. And then the next day you wake up like you got attacked from everywhere. Because he can, he's cunning. He can strategize your life around your life and make you feel like you're nothing. Because it's highly hierarchical, yet it's a demonic system. Yet you easily walk into a company and you sign on the dotted line and you submit to your bosses and authority and they promote you and they pay you and it's all ordered in that place because anybody that doesn't gets out of the company. It's fired. Why is it a problem in the kingdom? You must ask yourself, why is it all good in the kingdom of darkness, but in the kingdom of light it's a problem? And every time we speak about this word, it, people get, you know, they break out in, in rashes. Because they, they you 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 were burnt with authority. I want to speak to reviving burnt stones this morning. Let us go back to Jude chapter 1 and give me verse 3. I want to show you something that's very powerful for you to understand. Let me tell you this thing about contending for your faith and what you are up against. Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation. Are we all saved? If you're not, you will get saved today. I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to all the saints. Earnestly contend for the faith. Verse 4 says, for certain men have crept in unnoticed. You're going to notice the guys. From today, you're going to start to smell rebellion and you're going to reject it. Because these are men that creep in that don't submit to anybody's authority. They, they hate the word. Um, Satan leads them because he is the leader of the rebellious. For certain men have crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for this. What comes with Rebellion condemnation ungodly men who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ but I want to remind you though you once knew this that the Lord having saved the people out of the land of Egypt afterward destroyed those who did not believe this is not Old Testament this is Jude In the New Testament, he's speaking about us being reminded about the past, about how people never made it. Who are these people? He says you need to fight for the faith. You need to contend for the faith. He says, and the angels. So he speaks about men and he speaks about angels. Who did not keep their proper domain. Who got out under authority. But left their own abode. He has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. Being not, but not being submitted and not understanding, authorized, becomes a danger not for your life year only, but for eternity. As Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in similar manner, he speaks about that. And um, I wanted to continue. And the cities around them in similar manner to these having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise, also these dreamers defile the flesh. This is what they do. Not just defiling their own flesh. The number one thing around these people, these apostates or these people that fall away or these people that are not involved in the faith or not building anything with the kingdom of God, they reject authority and speak evil of dignitaries. So you don't get involved in conversation with people that rebuke and want to mock authority that God puts in place. You want to keep honor in your heart because honor is what's going to make sure you are promoted in the kingdom. Because if you kick against every single pastor, you might be evil, I may, may say something you don't like, or whatever that is, the question is, if you're in the kingdom of God and you speaking against authority and dignitaries, who's going to promote you in the kingdom? You thought about that? You submitted to nobody. You don't give your gift to anybody. You don't bring your money. You speak about and the and, and like. Not, not you, the one behind you. Who's going to promote you in the kingdom? Because if anybody asks me for a reference about certain people, I'm like, you pray about that, brother. Because they are, you, only a fool corrects upward. It's foolish because even in your own company you're working for, who's going to promote you if you keep speaking against your bosses and speaking against people and hating this one and hating that one? What's going to happen to you? Now I tell you, we all have this problem because we grew up under authority and people and systems and sometimes fathers and uncles and schooling systems and and governments and governments even right now and it's so easy for this generation to speak out against it because of the injustice but we've got to come back to the place to understand that if you remove honor from your heart you will live like somebody who's never been saved you will struggle like the world Because honor is what you need in your heart to deal with everything. Why? If you are in the system and you honor in the system, God can promote you in the system. But if you dishonor in the kingdom system, who's going to promote you? So we've got this strange affair with authority. Because it means I need to submit. We, We know it can promote us, but we hang around just long enough hoping that we're going to get something so we have this thing where we, we we're in it but we're not really in it only until you know um if i if he says something i don't like did, did you see what he posted on social media and you're not submitted because a person that is submitted is when you come under authority it's the place you get promoted and protected. So, a demon is just an angel out of position. A demon is just an angel out of authority. Satan can harass you, demons can harass you, but they're not authorized to. You have authority over them. Jesus who is the head of all principality and power in heaven, on earth, under the earth, gave it to you so you can walk with peace. But if you're not submitted to Jesus, who's going to take care of you? If you're not submitted to the kingdom, who's going to promote you? Do you know that God has to even take care of my holiday? I'm going to preach here. You know that God even, because I'm under authority, He takes care of my holiday. He takes care of my life because I'm a man under authority. Is there anybody going to hear me today? And why is Pastor Z enjoying it? Because she submitted to this authority in the house, and all the women said, "Kingdom." understanding brings order into your world. The main reason for a kingdom's existence is expansion. The main reason why the kingdom is here is because God is wanting to extend his influence in your world, whatever education, media, arts, whatever it is. So his glory, the glory that he gets is because his name is mentioned and his kingdom manifests wherever he goes. Anytime you take glor- territory for the kingdom the, king, the kingdom, the king gets glory. But that can only happen through an ambassador. Now, why am I speaking about that? Because I'm speaking about an ambassador is somebody who's under authority. He is sent by authority. I's a governor sent to go and rule in another place. And do you know that more than somebody who's sitting in parliament, an ambassador is more important than that person? Think about it. Because an ambassador is there to represent a nation in another nation. Is there, there to extend the territory? Is there to speak on behalf of? Somebody, you can, you know, we lost our mayor this yesterday. We're praying for, you've got to pray for Teng because it's the second mayor we've lost. If you have to touch an ambassador in another nation, it's war. Because he's there representing a whole nation. All of the military's got to come. All of the army's got to come. You can start the war by touching an ambassador in another, another nation. He doesn't even get paid by that nation. More than that, he doesn't even get his house built by that nation. He gets his protection, his provision, all from another nation. Because he's there to extend the territory. Now take that, because the Bible says, that's in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. That's so what it says. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Because now I'm standing representing God. That's what an ambassador does. He represents the nation he comes from. So you're representing heaven. That's what you should be doing. That when you walk into the harvest fields, as we begin to speak about business and we speak about education systems, you are not there representing yourself anymore. And even if it comes to your holidays, government that sent me, must make sure there's accommodation for me. The government that sent me must make sure there's protection for me. The government that sent me, sent me must make sure there's provision for me. Transportation. Whatever I need for my assignment, because I am an ambassador, I'm extending the kingdom wherever I go. So whether it be on a holiday and they ask, who are you? And, you know, so give us your opinion about the vaccines. I don't have an opinion. But according to the scriptures that I come from, and my government that sent me, if you take up anything deadly, you, you will not die. It means that you don't want to social distance from me. For your benefit. Because when I lay hands on the sick, they do recover. I'm an ambassador, and so you're going to take care of, heaven's going to take care of you, but it means that I'm a part of this building that God is doing, so that's an ambassador. So let me get into something that will just help you lay some foundations and speak to you as an apostle. Nehemiah chapter 1, let's get into this. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hachaliah, came to pass it came to pass in the month of Cheslev, in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the citadel, that Had and I, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived the COVID, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, the survivors who were left from the captivity in the province are in great distress and reproach. The walls of Jerusalem is also broken down and its gates are burnt with fire. This is what social distancing has done to many people spiritually. This is the mess that people's spiritual lives are in right now. They used to pray, they don't pray anymore. They used to serve, they don't serve anymore. They used to get up on a Sunday morning, get dressed and come big harder You look at them on a Monday and they look so like they're like last Friday and they avoid you because there's something about even just getting up and connecting with the body of Christ. You have to wash up. You got to put on some smellies. Come on, somebody. You got to look decent because you are saint and you are a child of the Most High God and you are sitting in the service and you are representing the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You're not sitting at home I am telling you, just like you can't say, look, I will be with you in the spirit. Go to the gym and gym a little for me. It doesn't work like that. You must show up the same spiritually. You cannot tell me I'll see you in the spirit. You must show up. Come on, somebody clap your hands because you're in the house of God. I'm trying to help you understand that people have been burnt in this last season. People that were on fire for God are now struggling in their walk with God. And Nehemiah is looking at these people and he's saying, these people are in distress. These people are what is getting news about what's happening. So here's, here's what I'm trying to show you concerning authorized. and The importance of being part of the body of Christ because this is how God deals with us. And this is how God wants us rebuilt in the season. So what he does is Nehemiah says, So it was when I heard these words, I sat down and I wept. And I mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before God of heaven. And I said, I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God, you keep covenant and mercy with those who love and observe your commandments. The first thing that you do, I'm speaking to the sent ones. I am speaking to ambassadors. I am speaking for those that are willing to go and represent Christ wherever they go. When you see a burden, Nehemiah is burdened. And just because Nehemiah is burdened, doesn't mean Nehemiah goes out and does it. He's not opportunistic. He's following God's order because he needs to be authorized for where he needs to go. So Nehemiah comes and he's he's praying to God. So he begins to weep. And it's, he's, he's making up his mind and says, God, what's your thoughts on this? And where do I fit in on your plan? Because I am an ambassador. He speaks about the sin and why they're in trouble. Let's hop on for the sake of time, Nehemiah chapter 2. Let's pick up verse 1. So, he's in, is the king's cupbearer, cup he's in the palace. And so, it came to pass in the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of the king of uh, exerces, When wine was before him that I took the wine and gave it to the king, now I had never been sad in his presence before. Some of you need to get happy, eh? Therefore the king said to me, why is your face sad since you are not sick? This is nothing but sorrow of heart. So I became dreadfully afraid. And I said to the king, may the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city, the place of my father's tombs, lies waste? And its gates are burned with fire. Then the king said to me, what do you request? Years powerful. I want you to catch it. You're a child of a living God, you must understand this. It's meaty message, but you must get it. He prayed before God. He's now standing before the king. The king is saying, so what can I do for you? He's burdened with a vision. He, he wants to be sent. When he asks him, he says, so I prayed to the God of heaven. Are you watching? Your assignment does not come first. Your prayer before God comes first. The king is asking him, he's praying to God. How do I know that you are sent from God? Because you have favor with men. Then I said to the king, if it pleases the king. If your servant has found favor in your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah. Authorize me to go to the city of my fathers that I may rebuild it. I'm going to go on assignment. I'm going to go and I'm going to do work. I don't know how people speak about being ambassadors and they don't have any work to do. I don't know how people speak about being on assignment and they've got no work to do and they're lazy. I don't get it because when God authorizes you it's for work then the king said to me the Queen also sitting beside him how long will your journey be so there's an accountability thing so I'm authorized but I'm also being accountable so he, I gave him a set time of when I'm gonna go so it gives him permission listen to how powerful it gets then the king said to me, with the queen, uh, when, you, when you're returning, verse 7 says, watch this. Furthermore, you see, once I prayed to God, and I now come into a place of, this is my assignment. I now need authorization for somebody in, from somebody in the earth. You need authorization from somebody in the earth. You don't run off and do your own thing. Am I speaking to sons and daughters this morning? Please help me, don't make me preach by myself. Because when it came time for me and I heard, I had this burden and we had this Nehemiah call in the year 2000 and 2004, God is saying, now I want you to start this church. I froze. And I waited 18 months until I plucked up enough courage to ask a pastor that I trusted, Dr. Kone Becker said, I I feel I need to start a church, but if this is not God, please tell me I'm not going to do it. He says, this is God. I had to submit it to somebody in the earth. I'm trying to help somebody this morning. Because whether you are in business or whether you are called to uh, politics or the economic mountain, government mountain, it does not matter. The point is I'm dealing with people that need to get something built for the kingdom of God because you are not looking for a great sermon you are looking for longevity you want to build something that will last be long beyond your lifetime but you cannot get it unless you are authorized you can't get the business built and you increase unless you are part of a company that is submitted to one another the reason why people are having their little business by themselves and little spa shop over there and we build nothing is because nobody wants to su- submit to anybody We all want to be the boss. And in God's kingdom, and in Satan's kingdom, it's highly hierarchical. Extremely so. They submit. The Bible says when the kingdom is preached, Satan comes himself. Sometimes you're praying and it's like that little gentle Jesus meek and mild. He just sends demons. He doesn't even come himself. Because we don't waste resources. He's limited. God's not limited, but he's limited. So he must check his resources. Why are we afraid to submit to one another? What is this affair that you're having with submission and authority? Because how are you ever going to come into what God has got for you? You go and watch... Joshua. Joshua comes into the land as God's apostle and he steps in and God says this land from year to year is yours. Now divide it amongst the people for their inheritance. Not for you Joshua. Not for you Apostle Max. This is for the people. Everybody gets their share in what we're busy with. You don't have to be jealous about anybody's success. I say there's enough in daddy's house. The land is huge. There's so much work to be done. The problem is your submission issue. Your fact that you have problems with authority. You got burned before. So he he gets his letters and he gets permission from him but he also gets all the provision for the vision. We just said vision first provision next not according to scripture authorization comes first before you get your provision I got a great vision I got a great vision you're not even authorized to do it am I the one for that assignment the truth is that you don't have enough time to do everybody's work I don't have time to do yours so lazy people around me can't be no lazy people around you can't be why are you too busy with your assignment you need to come into a place of where you understand this is about work. And if you're not the person for that assignment and for that area, no problem. But you're gonna have to know education is the mountain. How do I submit? How do I get the vision? How do I then get all the provision? Look at this. Furthermore, you see once I'm authorized, I can say furthermore. You say furthermore this morning. It means i not only asking for permission. I'm asking for provision. Furthermore, I said to the king, if it pleases the king, let let this be given to me for the governor of the region. So I need people to sign on the dotted line. Wherever I go, tell them, favors with you, I am submitted, I am prophesying that it was somebody this week there will be signatures given hallelujah approvals in this week documents signed Quentin I prophesy over every businesswoman every businessman in this place you will find the approvals this week we starting the projects we're gonna finish this projects it's 2021 we're gonna move into what God has got for us as a yes coming from heaven because you are in the kingdom of God I need every family in this house to believe the word of a prophet you are in a new season if anybody needs a Signature from heaven. Let it be right now in the heavens. Shout and say amen. You keep begging people and wanting to, you know, let me just take you for lunch. No, honey. When I am authorized, here's my documents. You ain't going to stop us. So letters must be given. I mean, sign on that dotted line. That contract must come through now. I am not waiting for 2022. Come on, shout back. Say right now. He says, King, I'm not leaving your presence. Just while I'm in your presence, can you just sign here, please? And here's the bank account. If it pleases the King, let us be given that they must permit me to pass through when I come to Judah. Let them make sure that whatever I need for my assignment, they must say yes. And if they want to give me any problems, I'm just gonna lift up and say, according to the authority I'm under. Come on. You gotta some just, just take that document and say, devil, you must turn it upside down. Say, read and weep. Because somebody's gonna get a breakthrough, a kind of breakthrough in the season. That's going to cause them to open the windows of heaven open of your life in the season. Then he says, and by the way, furthermore, a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he must give me. Is somebody hearing me? When you come into the kingdom of God, that little prayer list you've got, that little shopping list you go to the Lord for, it's over. Because when you walk into a place and you authorise authorized in the kingdom, you say, you must give me. Come on, somebody knows this week, Lord, I'm busy with my assignment. I need a new car. You must give it to me now. Can somebody begin to pray like that? Lord, give me. Come on. Be bold enough this morning and say, Lord, give me what I need. This debt must be canceled. Give me debt-free living. Come on. Say, give me. Say, give me. Shout. Say, give me. Say, give. Don't ask. Say, give me. Because when I'm in the kingdom, all these things must be added. It's in your Bible. He says, he must give me. And so this week, when somebody says no to you, then you stand and say, uh... That's the wrong word. Uh... Come on. When God says yes, nobody can say no. You must give me timber to make, for what? For my assignment, for the beams, for the gates of the citadel, which pertains to the temple, for the city. And by the way, I'm not done yet. I need letters. I need your favor. I need governors. I need timber for my assignment. Come and read. And what else? And for the house that I must occupy. I need to be preaching to the right people here this morning. And the king granted them to me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Is somebody hearing me this morning that there's a release in the atmosphere? It is happening. You need to jump to your feet. You need to believe the Lord this morning that there's something happening in the atmosphere. It's a word release for the kingdom of God. Listen to what the scripture says. It says that the king gave him favor, but it was because of the good hand of my God. Come on, somebody believe the lord this morning it is not because of the favor of the king it is because of the hand of god upon your life i want you to prophesy put your hand on your head say the hand of the lord's upon my head that's why i have favor with men you keep running after men you keep running for the favor of men when you should have the hand of god upon your life when the hand of god is upon my life you can't stop me in my assignment if god has got a kill that king then God will kill you but my assignment must be done for the kingdom of God I don't know who is in a fight but this is your season God is saying my favor will is the favor of God is worth a lifetime of labor come on somebody your lifetime of struggling in one day the favor of the Lord will sign off on that document I don't care the banks can say no they can say you blacklisted but when god says yes you'll get a new car you'll get a new house you get new teeth if you need to whatever you need for your assignment it must be produced because you are in the kingdom of god i need somebody to shout in this church because the favor of god just hit this church this morning the favor of the lord is in this place the glory of the lord will be seen the anointing is here to break that yoke someone's gonna hear the word of the lord you've been in holding you've been in waiting but now you're picking up your assignment favor all around in this place favor of the lord one day of favor is worth a lifetime of labor You may be seated. Let me, for the sake of time. Let's jump to chapter 3. Verse 1. Then Eliashib, the high priest, rose up with his brethren and the priests, and built the sheep gates. So the twelve gates. And every family is attached to the gate. So the gate has got to do with the protection of the people. Within the gate is the temple. So Ezra then will be reading from the temple and they'll be collecting tithes. If you study the whole book of Nehemiah, It was about building a community. God's people should always be protected. And they should always be provided for. Because God's never going to leave you. We have a problem with authority. That's the reason why we're struggling. We build nothing. 52 days. He takes on this assignment. God gives him everything that he needs. For the sake of the people. What's really powerful though. Is that. When they start the project, Nehemiah's got the vision, he's got the provision, he's got the permission, he now needs the people. The families come alongside Nehemiah, and when you read Nehemiah chapter 4, chapter 3, it tells you about every single family that went to a certain gate to build and repair why they were submitted to authority they were submitted to one another they were able to build together because they did not care who got the glory who, who got the, the the credit as long as god got all the glory so Elisha, the high priest rose up with his brethren and the priest and built the sheep gate they consecrated it and hung its doors. They built as far as the Tower of, of 100 and consecrated it then as far as the Tower of Hananil. Next to Eliashib, the men of Jericho built and next to them Zoko, the son of Imri built. Also the son of Hassanai built the fish gate. They laid its beams and hung its doors w- with its bolts and bars. What how powerful this gets. And next to them, Miamath, the son of Urijah, the son of God, they mention this family and individuals by name. They take them by their name, they mention them in there. Because when you looked at the finished wall, when you looked at the, the city that was built and the gates that were secured, you watch scripture, scripture shows you how mad they were because the enemy likes gaps. Come on, woman of substance. Why? When, he, when there are gaps in your life financially, or gaps in your immune system, or gaps in your relationships or family, if you buy yourself, isolation is the beginning of destruction. He needs to first isolate you before he can destroy you. So anytime you see building taking place or people coming together to build as one and breaking free from the fear of COVID and they come together and they say, let's build the city the way it should be built. The enemy gets mad. Why? Because when the gaps are closed, you can't have squatters come in here. You can't have thieves just jumping and miss because you are closing the gaps. He needs a gap. He needs to find the gap in your life. Oh, I'm just I'm just lonely, and I'm telling you this December, I'm just gonna have a man. He'll send you one that looks really good in the flesh because you told him you got the gap. God never made you needy, man. Your wife better be enough. I'm the preacher. I go down. (laughs) Your wife better be enough. I'm speaking to you, men. That girl on the side is a lot of lot of money for you. I'm telling you. It'll cost you your life to mess with that thing. Uh. they mentioned this family by name. Every one of them got protected because they built. Are you with me? They were submitted to one another. They mentioned all the names. Let's pick up. Let's go to Nehemiah chapter 4 for the sake of time. Let's jump one more. I mention that because I want you to understand the family's names. Your name's going to be written in this building. Your name's going to be written in the businesses. Your name's going to be written in the education systems. Your name's going to be written in media. You're going to have your name written in all that we build for the kingdom of God. But it so happened when Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall. That he was furious and very indignant and mocked the Jews. Anytime you choose to build up your life, you'll have somebody come and mock the work that you're doing. That's the reason why you need to be connected. And he spoke before his brethren and the army of Samaria and said, what are these feeble kingdom life embassy people doing? Will they fortify themselves? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they complete it in a day? Will they revive the stones from the heaps of rubbish? Stones that are burned. I want to end with this. Nehemiah used burnt stones to rebuild the city. He used that. He revived burnt stones. People have been burnt with religion. People have been burnt with submission. People have been burnt on many levels because they were in partnership with somebody. And you said, you made a vow, I'm never going to partner with this person again. Or I'm never going to do business with an Indian man again. And that vow has created the curse. And that's why you're not building anything. Because you're not submitted to nobody. You come to church, but you by yourself. You come to church, and you have this affair with authority, but you're not submitted to anybody. And I'm telling you, I'm watching people that have been with me for a long time. You thought they submitted, they not. They're there, but they're not going anywhere. Because only when you are submitted, you become, even though you were burnt, you form part of the war. It's for the sake of the people. Nehemiah chapter 7 speaks about how the people were rejoicing and thanking God for what had happened because the enemy couldn't taunt them anymore. You're in a season where God is restoring his church, but you were supposed to be part of that building. Churches burnt you, leaders burnt you, but at some point, please hear me, you can spend your whole life not submitted to anybody and go nowhere, because who's going to promote you? Who is going to promote you? Please, I want you to think soberly this morning, because when God saved you, He put you and made you a part of the family. 1 Peter 2 verse 4, please. Coming to him as a living stone. You see, every gift is unique in this place. But we've sold a generation, you're so wonderful, there's no one like you. Even Noah was unique. No, Noah found grace in the sight of God and built with his family. The Lone Ranger. He also had Tonto the horse. Stop living by yourself. Coming to him as a living stone. Rejected indeed by men. Men have rejected us, but not God and his house. Why do you keep treating men? Men is ordinary people. The house does not rejected you. But chosen by God and precious. So you're here for a reason. You also look at your neighbor and say, You also. As living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. The reason why people are living in shame is because they're not part of a community. They are not submitted with their gifts their time, their talent—you put in the offering when you can, and you know. Uh, I, but God knows my heart, and I'm busy. And the excuses that come from people—it's like just be done with it. I tell you what the excuse is: your excuse is that you have a real deep issue with authority. That's deeply inside of people. Because the first, you know, pastor loves us, and the first rebuke I gave you, you cried, you went home like like a little baby. But you didn't do it to your boss. Therefore, it's also contained in the Scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion, a chief, condescending, elect, precious, and he believes in Him, will by no means be put to shame. God is not supposed to have a community in shame. Once the vision's in place and everybody's doing their part and we close up these walls and we get all the businesses flourishing and every businessman comes together. We've been employing people. I told you we're going to be employing people. We're doing it already. Because people are coming into their destiny because of a vision. And then, of course, you know, Quinton one day got up here you know, it's, it's been months, this thing's been laying here. Kunda says, but when's this vision going to move forward? He gets up by himself, he says, I don't care. I'm putting up, I'm tired of running around with generators. He puts up a genie at the bottom there. And he says, I'm tired of this, this weather breaking in. Ah, I'll put up a gate here. Oh, and then I'm, and Kunda just walks and says, and, and so I'll just buy chickens and I'll, I'll just do whatever on this piece of land. I'm like, okay, can we just take that power of yours and submit it? But I love that about him. Why? Because God can't move a stationary vehicle. Even if you're going in the wrong direction, at least if you're moving, God can say, not left, take right with me. Okay, don't. But one that's parking and you're sitting in the car there, mm, pretending you're spiritually strong and going somewhere. Mm, 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 you're like a little kid. Every morning you start that thing like pretend. I mean, you can't even move to the filling station. You need to come and be a part of God's building because there's a community that God's concerned about. That's when you get to New Send Me on Holiday. Let's move forward one verse. I'm almost finished. So, child of God, you need to ask yourself about this deeply seated issue with authority. It's the same reason why you're even too scared to put your name on and say, actually, I belong to this church. A guy came by the name of Gerard, he's in service this morning. Gerard, are you here, son? Oh, he's here. He came yesterday, he says, listen, man. I've been now here for a while, I've been watching online. This is my church. I've come to tell you, these are my services. This is what I can do for you. I want to be a part of your project. I want to see what God does for my life. I said, I'm having a special vision session just for you. Because I need the people to get involved. Why? Where there's no vision, people perish. Selfish ambition is not going to work it, guys. It's us being authorized. But you only get authorized if you are submitted. you under submission. Under the mission of what God wants done. And we are watching the business people laughing at business deals and things that should have been over, God's reviving, setting things straight. Just because once upon a time, Quentin came and said, Duvain, come. Ronaldo, come. Bring all the different people around him. Let's do something and get this thing done. And as, ask every one of them their testimonies, as they started doing that, business started opening up for them. Because when the kingdom is first, all these things are added. God wants you detached from this world system. Please hear me. Trouble is here already. It's getting worse. He's calling you into the kingdom so you can use your gift for his glory. Make your name available. Put out your skill. And you must have a mind to work. When I share people about the vision and the work Oh, that's wonderful, wonderful apostle. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, what are we going to do? You can't do anything with lazy people. It's one thing for you to know your skill. It's one thing for you to be part of a vision. What about your participation and getting to work? There's the water. There's the water plant went up. They made it happen. You're going to have your lawns laid out here for your children with a place for them to hang and for things to do. All the vision that's here, there's so much going on. And you were supposed to, it's for you and your family. Why? So when the company tells you, um, you need to get vaccinated, and you say, I'm not ready for it yet. Well, we're going to fire you. Say, well, okay, I get it. I dismiss you. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Why should anybody be forced into a place like that? Are we free to choose? Am I free to choose? I definitely am. You can decide whatever you want. But the fact that they hold the economy is what got people in trouble. Once you're free there, it's like, okay. I'm taking my skill with me. And when you come looking for me, you will pay me triple. No, up your skill. Change. bold. Because if you don't, you know, some people, when they leave, you know, it's like just people are happy. You, you remember the movie with, come on Brian, what's his name? The crazy guy, the animal guy. Say what? Ace Ventura. He thought he was the main guy in there. But when they said, please, you need, we need you and your services out here. He says, no, I need to be with the monks. And all the monks were saying, look, man, you're not just one, you're more than one. Take all the stuff. Just go. Just go. Some of you, you need to up your skills so people will be sad to see you go. Really sad. And if you leave, they're going to come back and they're going to fetch you. Somebody just said, in the week, you know, Dr. Shimikuto, he says, look, man, if they're threatening all the nurses, you must get vaccinated. And please, I'm not going forward against. That's not my point. My point is freedom. Some of you, some of you don't need a biology lesson. You need a history lesson. Because this is about history. Go and study what bondage looks like. The freedom that you fought for is the thing that irritates me. Nobody, nobody in this place should feel bound in any way to anybody. It's for freedom that Christ came to set you free. That freedom is what you must be concerned about, not your body. You got the wrong lesson. Go for history and you see what history has done and how it puts, puts people in bondage. And he was just saying, man, if they're going to fire a thousand nurses and because of vaccination, wonderful. If you're really skilled and you're really good, come, we start up our own hospital. <laughs> what's the issue here? I mean, like, what's the issue? Oh, they're going to get rid of all the teachers and blah, 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 because of it. Start up your own school. Look, I've only told you that for the last 10 years anyway. Start up our own economies. Get your own money. No, I'm not doing a vaccinated service and an unvaccinated service. It's not going to happen here. That's your father speaking this morning. And I'm asking you, to get rid of this thing about between me and you. Between you and authority. For the sake of your destiny. Be a, even though you are burnt, God can still take you and move you into his plan and his purpose. But it means one thing only. I need to be submitted. Uh, so I can be authorized. So I can be protected. Can I have the worship team up? So I can be provided for. So I can be protected in the kingdom. It's God's design, family. Listen to your apostle. You should not be afraid of anything. Not for your children, not for your grandchildren. I ordered my media company. You know, social media, Facebook wants to censor everything. I told Brian, I said, start working on a plan to shoot my own satellites up in there. anybody else gonna believe with me i've got one person let the devil go to hell man let the devil go to hell nobody should be tormenting you for nothing nobody should be threatening your life no devil should be walking into your house whenever he wants to mess with your health mess with your money mess with your future nobody should be threatening you on any level i need somebody to shout a good amen in this place Let the devil go to hell. Everybody online. Let the devil know that you don't belong to him. I am telling you now by the spirit of God. We are not going to leave here until the job is done. We are here by the spirit of God. We are here to fight. We are the sent ones. We are on assignment. We have God's permission. We have God's favor. God's going to open up the doors. There will be documents signed. There will be provisions made for the assignment. For your house. For your children. For your grandchildren. Your home will be built your life will be built up we are not leaving here we are not living under somebody else's thumb we are walking in the favor of the Lord we will rise above every situation the hand of God is upon us this morning, we're going to walk in victory all the days of our lives we will build economies, we will build schools, we will build education centers, we will build the hospitals, we will raise up government officials we will have our own political parties to support, we will raise up our own people I need this church to give a good shout in an amen stop begging the enemy you're not here to take sides you're here to take over you were burnt by religion you were burnt by government but it's time for the church to rise up it's time for you to get up from where you are get up and work with people work with one another believe in one another it's time for the church to become what God has called us to be we are the unstoppable force we are who God says we are we can do what God told us to do. This is the kingdom of God. We are submitted to one another. kingdom suffer the violence but the violent take it by force we're marching as an army of a living god we are god's battle ax we're gonna fight a good fight of faith we will build what we need to build we're gonna establish it for the kingdom of god we will raise up pastors we will raise up leaders we will raise up economies we'll shut the city and we're gonna pray and we will bring in apostolic grace they are new businesses where the business people lift your hands there's fresh strategies, come on believe the Lord right now Uh, fresh assignments, let it be released this morning somebody shout no fear here you shall lie down and not be afraid man you will build this thing don't let the devil come and threaten you with anything And if a vaccination is needed, it will be given by kingdom people to save lives. And if they put anything deadly in your body or poisonous in your body, it will be flushed out the next time you go to the toilet. Listen to me. When the church is done here we leave we are the pearl of great price the devil's after nobody else but the church because it was legally paid for with the precious blood of jesus and you are part of that army put up philippians as you keep standing Something happens in the heavens when you submit to authority, child of God. Let this mind be in you which is also in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. But made himself of no reputation. He came in and submitted himself. Taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. He came and submitted. What is wrong with you? What wrong ye And being found in the appearances as a man, he humbled himself and became to the point of death, even to the death of the cross. Therefore, because he was submitted, God has also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every other name are you watching how heaven smiles with somebody who's under authority you get to use his name and every demon has got to flee when you shout Jesus that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven every principality power we're in heavenly places doesn't matter how high you are there is a name the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven, of those on earth, and those even under the earth. And e- that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's what submission gives you: protection, provision, a place to flourish, to grow, and to become all that God has called you to be. Other religious systems you got in stuck in, they controlled you. This system is designed for growth because you are a living stone. Is somebody hearing me today? God is placing a dome over that which is His. He will protect you and provide for you when you submit it to Him. Can we pray a prayer this morning? I've laid out a prayer for you. For those who want to repeat after me, everybody online. It's a prayer of dedication consecration and submission pray this afternoon. me say father I pray the prayer of dedication consecration and submission in every area of my life I belong to you father I will go where you want me to go I'll do what you want me to do not my will but your will be done thank you father that you work in me both to will and to do of your good pleasure you have a good plan for my life a plan of peace and joy father what you want me and what you desire for me is what I want that is what I want and I desire not my will but your will for my life every day father not my own way not the way of the flesh but the way of the Spirit. Father, your will, your plan, your way. Father, I dedicate my life to you in every area. You have a plan for me in every area of my life. Thank you, Father, for the joy of obedience. I will obey you with joy. Father, I want to have the Spirit of obedience in my life not of rebellion or pride not resistance or hard heartedness but a soft sensitive heart that is willing to do anything i rebuke the spirit of rebellion and stubbornness in jesus name i repent from the spirit of rebellion and stubbornness in jesus name father i say before your presence that I'm willing, lift your hands now, that I'm willing to do anything you want me to do. No matter what man says, no matter what the world says, you have found a willing person. You have found an obedient person. Father, I will do what you say all the way, just the way you say it, no more and no less and with joy. Thank you, Father. Father, For the spirit of faith, the spirit of obedience, and thank you, Father, that your will will be fulfilled in my life for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name, I believe if you pray that with all your heart, God's heard you. Clap your hands in anticipation of the Holy Spirit leading you and guiding you every single step of the way. You are child of the living God. If you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. Every head bowed and eye closed, you must be born again. Otherwise, you cannot see. You cannot partake of the kingdom of God. Jesus is the head of all principality and power. You must be born again. If you're not born again, I would like to pray for you. Wherever you are, lift up your hand. I'd like to pray for you in the house. If you need to make right to the Lord this morning, I can pray for you. Father, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For anybody not born again online, you must be born again. Please inbox us. We will pray with you. If you mean business with God and you want to follow and be a part of what God has got for your life and even being a part of this church, please, if God has called you, we need to connect. I'm having vision sessions so we can connect with people and bring them into the purposes and the plan that God has got for them. Well, can we receive an offering for... Sit down, please. Please be seated for a few minutes. All I want to say is thank you. Many sons and daughters have been sowing generously. Their businesses... We've got more projects, so if you have resources that God has laid in your heart, there's plenty we are busy with right now, from the walls that are going around to the bakery that's got to go up. the water plant is done. Please support it. If your, if your company can buy from us our waters, that'll be a blessing, your family, your home. But let's build kingdom. Your business we want to know about, it. we want to participate and so we can build some things together. But thank you for your generosity. Let's build some stuff together. Let us build us. So that, you know, whoever needs a job, whoever needs to be a part of it, can come in and build and be easy in what we're doing. And so, uh, form part of this building. And so, um, I know you got burnt in business before. You got burnt in your giving before. But God's way is that you sow. Whatever a man sows, he's going to reap. Father, bless your people in their giving. Thank you for our time together this morning. In Jesus' name. stand and receive the blessing of the lord the lord bless you and keep you cause his face to shine upon you be gracious unto you the lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace you're in a season of tremendous favor approvals are done you are someone's going to get a whole contract for 2022 already now i feel it in the spirit and i'm releasing that into the atmosphere you will not be afraid of 2022 God's sealing off your next year already now, but you will not be afraid. I bless you. You're in a season of favor. The hand of God is upon your life from this day. In the mighty name of Jesus, the windows of heaven have been opened over our lives. You're in a tremendous season of ease. Come on, somebody. Believe the Lord this morning, believe your prophet this morning. You're in a season of open doors. It's going to flow for you. You're in a season of harvest. You're walking through these fields. And the favor of the Lord is upon your life from this day forward. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. amen.